Hey friends, this is the Finding Mikey podcast, our family's quest to prepare our son Mikey for life. I'm Mike, and from time to time I'll be joined by my wife Heather or other family members and others for interviews and conversations. Now while I may mention our son, you have a Mikey of your own, and together we're on a journey to learn as much as we can so that we can understand how to best communicate and guide our kiddos into independent adulthood. Thanks for tuning in. All right, how's it going? Good. Good. We're doing a little bit of a marathon recording tonight. This is actually being recorded also on July 5th. After, Yeah, it is July 5th. Sorry. For whatever mm-hmm. reason in my head, I heard January 5th. But uh, July 5th, and um, Gracie just got off the mic here too, and I'm joined by Heather. Hello. What's up? <laughs> so today, we've got a few things we're going to tackle. And well, the reason we're doing this, guys, just to give you a little bit of a heads up, is that Heather's going away for a couple of weeks with the kids, so God bless her. Um, she's taking Mikey and Grace and Joy and heading across country back to California for a couple of weeks. I'm going to join them for the last four days of that trip, but uh, for the most part, she's going to be solo with the trio mm-hmm. of maniacs, yo. So two things. One, like pray for her and follow her on you know Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and the other thing is we're recording a few things so that we have content to share with you guys while we're away. So that's why we're we're doing a bunch of this stuff here. So I'm still a bit with the cold. So I'm going to let Heather talk a good bit more here on this one here. And um, it's all about the labs. labs. Yep. So I'm going to just use that as the introduction for you. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. No problem. Okay. So I wanted to, because we haven't done a podcast in a while, and when we were getting caught up on the, the last couple of podcasts that we did, we really wanted to talk about our move to Virginia and how it was like, you know, driving across the States with Mikey and the family. And then also the fact that we enrolled Mikey in a new public school, we thought those were great topics to get back in, get back in touch with everybody and talk about. But there's some also, you know, some other life events that have been happening since we've taken a little break from doing the podcasts. And one of those is that Mikey had some labs done. Now, originally when Mikey got diagnosed with autism, we were working with our homeopath and she gave us a lot of good recommendations for supplements to give him. And so we started giving him those supplements. And then as I started learning more about autism, I started learning about what a MAPS doctor is. And a MAPS doctor is a medical academy pediatric of special needs doctor. And these doctors work with kids with special needs. They work with kids with autism and they, they do fundamental labs that just show you like where your child is at with different things. <laughs> they do a stool analysis, a urine analysis and a blood analysis. And they use this information to just get a, you know, a overall picture of what's happening inside your child's body, inside their gut, you know, how their digestion is going what things are showing up in there, you know, in the urine that we might, you know, might, we might need to take care of. And then also different things that they look for in the blood, your nutrition, food allergies, food sensitivities, and things of that nature. So I wanted to get these labs done on Mikey so that I could get a, like a foundational picture of where we're at so that I knew the supplements that we're giving him, should we be giving him more? Should we be giving him different ones? Are there different supplements out there that, that, you know, Mikey could be benefiting from depending on where he's at nutritionally and how he's, you know, how he's doing with absorption. If he has parasites, 
you know, which, you know, I hate, I still hate to think about it gives me the EBGBs, <laughs> but you know, that's, you know, that's an issue that a lot of our, our kids face and parasites do cause difficult behaviors. So it's definitely something I, I don't want to ignore, even though it, you know, makes me anxious to talk about. Hmm. And unfortunately, you know, I just hear, you know, how common it is, you know, even, you know, I mean, for everybody, just because of our environment. So, um, with that said, uh, one of the ways that I learned about MAPS doctors is one of the awesome websites called Generation Rescue. So when I was on Generation Rescue's website, I used their directory to find the doctor that we ended up using. And when I went to talk with him, I did an introductory consultation first where we, you know, we went and we talked about Mikey. And then from there, he recommended different labs. We did a stool analysis, urine analysis, and blood analysis. And all the times that I've done labs in the past in my life, I've gone to a lab and they've drawn my blood or, you know, taken my urinalysis and I've left the, you know, left the clinic and then they forward the results to my doctor and then, you know, we follow up and we meet. But this one was different because I was actually leaving with a lab slip for blood and then a container for the stool and urine analysis. And so I got to be my own little scientist. <laughs> and so I haven't um, heard this story yet. <laughs> and so it was it was pretty interesting. I actually had to open up the packet for doing a stool analysis and read the instructions on collecting my son's stool. And Ew. <laughs> yeah, so I, you know, I followed the instructions and sealed up the container. And okay, I think <laughs> what we need, I think what stool. we need is like all the details you can get. Oh, no, no, this is, this is, inter <laughs> I think this is interesting information because, you know, this is like the behind the scenes stuff that, you know, parents have to deal with that right. you may not read from, you know, an article or, you know, a blog on a website, you right. know, I mean, this is, this is like the real deal. And then, you know, I had to have him pee in a cup and with a boy, you know, it's a little bit easier. <laughs> so, um, not that I haven't helped my daughter do it, but so, you know, then I had to collect his urine and, you know, seal that up and send that off in the mail and then we sent in the, oh, okay. And then the the next one was the blood analysis. And I have to be honest with you guys. I was really anxious about Mikey having his, his blood drawn. And the doctor that I was working with is a, is a vampire. And so uh, <laughs> he requires like all, probably all like, I think blood. we did like eight, yep. like eight little, those little, you know, like vile things yep. that they do at labs. And Mikey's never had his blood drawn before. And so I called the doctor and I, I talked to the nurse and I was like, I'm so nervous about where to take him. I want to take him to a pediatric phlebotomist and, you know, that works with kids with special needs. And I'm like, please just, you know, give me someone that I know is, you know, going to handle Mikey okay and also handle me because I'm the one who's anxious and I don't want to put that on right. him. So I had to put my big girl pants on and I took him over to, I think, Gel Children's hospital for his labs. And, you know, I, I told him what we were there for. I told Mikey, I said, you know, we're going to the doctor and they're going to look at your blood. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. So we went into the, the waiting room and, you know, he was playing with other kids and it was his turn to go in. He's like, no, I don't want to go in. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I gotta, okay. Now I got to pull out the Okay, well, this is what we're here for, and what you know, what little rewards did I bring for him that day? And so I had to, you know, pull those out of my back pocket <laughs> or my purse or whatever. But anyway, the, actually, the nurses and the um, the phlebotomists are really good working with kids, so they were able to entice him to come back there. 
And so they went ahead and they explained to him, you know, what we're going to be doing. They, they prepped him. They, you know, they put the, you know, the bandage on his arm and, you know, just got him ready and stuff. And then when they did the first puncture, he was like, Oh, that hurt. And, and then he, he was like, they were like, yeah, but does it still hurt? And he was like, no. And they were like, well, watch this if you want to. And if you don't want to watch, you can look at your mom. And so they did the first couple vials and he watched the blood draw and he was like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. And then like the fourth one, the fifth one, he was like, all right, I'm over it. Like, I want this yeah, thing out was, of my arm. Was, yeah, antsy, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, buddy, they only have to do two more. Look, look at the table. She only has two more to do. And he's like, no, I'm done. I'm done. I want this over with. And I was like, all right, buddy, come on. And I like held his hand. And I like rubbed his leg and stuff just to try to get him to relax and stuff. And then she was telling him how brave he was and how he was a superhero. And we got through it. We got through it. And I was just like, oh my gosh, check that off my list of things to do. I'm glad we don't have to do that again for a while. It also gave me just a soft spot in my heart. You know, I'm, you know, I'm very thankful that Mikey doesn't have to get blood draws a lot or get IVs. And, you know, I have some friends that have kids with health, health concerns that need to be hospitalized occasionally. And I had a moment there. I'm like, I'm so glad that Mikey doesn't have to be, you know, pricked often because yeah. I don't know if I could handle that. Well, we've seen him go under, mm-hmm. you know, general anesthesia twice. Right. You know, he's had this big, you know, pretty substantial blood draw, you know? Yeah. So if we had, I mean, I have, I have friends too. I have mm-hmm. a friend who's got a, who's got a child and very young and has liver issues and kidney oh. issues and stuff like that too. And I know they have to go back a lot and I know it's hard. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, anytime you see your kid, you know, have to go through any sort of pain is, is tough. So, and again, you right. had to do this on your own because I was somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you, you were, know. you know, I think that's a lot, you know, happens a lot, you know, you're doing your thing, you're working and a child has to go to their doctor appointment. So you just right. take them. I was just happy that, you know, in Texas, I still had my resources for, you know, for joy to go play with a friend and right. Grace was at school. So, right. yep. so it worked out really well. And I'm starting to get those resources again here in Virginia. Slowly but surely, it's working <laughs> out. <laughs> Thank you, care.com. <laughs> so, so anyway, so then it took about two months to get the results back from the blood draw and for, you know, just to do the follow up appointment, just for the doctor to get all the results and to analyze them and everything like that. And so, some of the things that came up on his stool analysis, and the reason I'm going over this with you guys is because this is our journey. Like this is what I'm learning about Mikey and Mikey's body. And you guys are on your journey too. And maybe things that I'm learning about Mikey and his behaviors and his, you know, internal health, it might help you. We might be on the same page or it might motivate you to take that next step and have your own set of labs done. So what we found out about his, his, and from the stool analysis is that Mikey is actually battling strep. He had strep, positive strep cultures in his stool. And so the doctor put him on some supplements to help fight that. Um, his digestion was doing pretty good. But, you know, he didn't test positive for any parasites. So I was like, yay. I was so happy about that. <laughs> okay. And he didn't test positive in his stool analysis for a lot of yeast. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So... That made me really happy because we've, he's been on a probiotic regimen for a long time, but he does, even though I try to limit the sugar in his diet, you know, that he is a very active boy and he craves carbs. And so I do give him a lot of carbs, but I try to make sure that they're healthy carbs. They're not just, you know, sugary carbs. And so I always have to keep candida in mind when I'm giving him carbs and sugar and things like that. 
Now, the next um, results we got back was, um, or that we talked about was the urine analysis. And this was contradictory to the stool analysis in that he tested positive for three different yeast markers. And so that's why the doctor likes to do all three is because he's getting a whole picture. And so he, he did recommend that we stick to and maybe even increase the different probiotics that we're giving him and just also make sure that we're giving him enough strains so that it's hitting all of the different, you know, different yeast organisms in the, in the gut. And let's see here. He said that there's yeast, there's inflammation markers in the urine that were a little bit high and they could, when you fix those, it, it relates to um, better cognition. And so we're going to work on that. And his oxalates, oxalic, oxalic acids. (laughs) I I don't even know. (laughs) It's okay. You guys know know what I'm talking about. It's, you know, something like that. They, he doesn't have to be on a low oxalate diet, but they were kind of elevated. So we're going to start looking at the foods that he's currently eating and seeing if we can find substitutions just to bring those levels down for when we do the follow-up labs to see, you know, how that's looking. And one thing that I missed noting on the stool analysis, I'm just going to go back there really quick, is that when he tested positive for strep, the doctor said that when you have strep, it can cause OCD type behavior. So Mikey has very rigid behaviors. If, you know, things don't go his way, uh, he has meltdowns and, you know, he's six and a half years old, seven years old. So his meltdowns are very loud and... They're shorter in duration now because of the behavior techniques that we're putting into place. But the fact that, that they happen is just, you know, it's sad for him because he's, he's not able to regulate his emotions when something doesn't go his way and something dis- or something disappoints him or he's not, you know, he's not getting his needs met. He will just, you know, he will just melt down. And so by helping, you know, heal the strep, hopefully we're going to see some behavior improvements in his, in his functioning. And then finally, with the blood work, some of the notes that I took away from that is that he's looking great. All of like his like vitamins and his, you know, minerals and things like that are, are, have good stores. Like he didn't have very many low ones. And so that was great. One of the, his vitamin D was actually high, which is kind of funny because he's on a vitamin D supplement and they're like, okay, well, whatever vitamin D supplement you're giving him is working and we're giving him the Mercola one. So it's a vitamin D spray. <laughs> and then he also, I know, gets vitamin D from his um, fish oil supplements. So they're like, whatever you're doing with that is great, but you can back off on it a little bit. So I was like, okay. And then another thing that's interesting that shows up in the blood work are food sensitivities. Now these are different than food allergies. They, they're food sensitivities and the fact that when you when you consume them if your if your body is sensitive to them they trigger an inflammatory response inside the body and one of the areas that gets inflamed is the gut and the brain which affects behavior so some of the things that Mikey tested um very sensitive to were dairy eggs beef and there and gluten So I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that we already have them on a dairy, you know, on a dairy diet, you know, dairy-free diet, gluten-free diet. But I've been using eggs as one of his sources of protein, balancing out his high-carbohydrate lunch with hard-boiled eggs or, 
making him, you know, protein packed muffins and, you know, throwing an extra egg in the muffins when I, you know, I make muffins just to get more protein in them. And the doctor was like, yeah, definitely back off on the eggs. And, you know, you can feed him eggs like maybe once a week, you know, because his scores were not super high for egg, but they were high enough to where the doctor said, you want to go ahead and just limit the eggs to once a week. And I have to consider that one egg is that a, in a baking product or is that a scrambled egg on a plate? So I really have to take it that seriously because that's how his body is going to, you know, respond to it. So that was really good to learn. Another thing that I learned, and I, I haven't, because I have been so nervous about doing blood draws on Mikey, I had never researched it before, but Mikey has a tree nut allergy. We know that he reacted very, very highly to cashews. And when he was young, I gave him almond milk in, a substi- in substitution for, for dairy because he had a lot of runny noses and a lot of congestion. And I learned, you know, back then when he was like 18 or 19 months old that when you're sick, you shouldn't eat dairy because it causes more mucus to develop in your body, like more production of mucus. So I would give him almond milk a lot. And he would still have these runny noses and orange cheeks and orange, you know, lips and all this kind of stuff. Or I could tell it just something wasn't right with him. I knew that he was fighting some kind of allergies. So on the, on the blood work, we got back which tree nuts he's allergic to. Very, very allergic to walnuts. Right. I was just like, oh my goodness. Walnut, walnuts was higher than cashews, but cashews was definitely up there. Almonds, he was only allergic, like, he was allergic, but not like EpiPen allergic. So I was, yeah, that was a a really good thing for us to learn. I've been curious about that for a long time, but I was still for like any kind of like public environment. I'm just, you know, we're always going to say, you know, he's just allergic to all tree nuts because he does have a a reaction to all tree nuts. I think just for, for Mike and I, it's interesting and it's just good to know which ones he's just really, really allergic to. And also, too, nuts are a good source of protein and fat, and they're good for you. So I really wanted to see if there are any that I can still give him to put in his diet so that he can get that that healthy fat and protein from the nuts that he's not allergic to. And so I can't remember which ones, there. you know, he's not allergic to at this point, but that's okay. It's just the fact that I was, you know, curious about it. Right. Yeah. So... Well, and that helps too, right? So it's like, well, although, I mean, cashews are what, what we took him to the hospital for. I mean, he yeah, was throwing yeah, it up. So at right. least he was responding to it. But yeah, that was scary. So I guess still for me, any tree nut, boom, EpiPen to the hospital, right? Mm-hmm, and, right. you know, for sure, like just don't even be around walnuts or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, walnut furniture, which really bums me out. No, I'm kidding. No. I'm taking it too far. <laughs> just kidding. One of the... I ordered all of the ingredient, all of the supplements that the doctor ordered, you know, that the doctor recommended. And then he said that all the supplements Mikey was already taking were great, which was nice to hear. And then he added some additional ones. And so when we got the supplements in the mail, I looked at the ingredients in all of them. And one of them had walnut whole extract. And Yikes. that's in a lot of Chinese herbs. And I don't know for sure if walnut whole extract is going to be a trigger for him because I know he's allergic to the walnut, but I don't know about the walnut whole. whole. Like the <laughs> I mean, I know hole? what a walnut hole is. It's like the shell, but 
Hull. You know, if he's severely no, allergic to walnut, hull, hull, not hole. No, walnut hole. Donut hole. No, hull. it's a walnut Donut hole. Hull. I'm saying hole. You're saying hole. Whatever. Hole. H U L L, people. Okay. Anyway, Mike. So, anyway, I called the, the doctor back and I said, you know, this is this particular supplement has walnut hole extract. And he said, well, I don't think that it's going to be an issue. However, because walnuts was his highest food allergy, would let's definitely get a different, you know, herb together that doesn't have that in there. Right. So we went with a different one and I was luckily I was able to return the other ones that I had ordered. While Mikey was starting these new supplements, I was nervous if he was going to feel sick or have any side effects or anything like that while we we're trying to clear up the strep. And um, the doctor told me to, um, if he has any upset stomach or anything like that, to give him activated charcoal, which I understand what that's for. So I was on board with that. And then he also said that gripe water could help with any stomach upset. And I was like, gripe water? And I'm mm. like, isn't that the stuff you give babies? And he said, yeah. He said, gripe water is something you should have on hand. Like, it's great right. for all of your kids if they have upset stomach, if they're you know, like they're gassy or they have indigestion or they feel nauseous. He said, just giving them, you know, a couple of <laughs> teaspoons of gripe water, it really helps, you know, settle the stomach. So I was like, okay. So we went out and got some and, you know, I just, I keep it on hand, but luckily Mikey hasn't had any reactions or negatively to the supplements. And I, I ask him occasionally how it's going and, you know, if he has any stomach aches or, you know, and I, I, since <laughs> You know, since he's almost seven, I still try to keep myself involved in looking at his stool because I want to see how healthy it looks. I want to see if there's been any changes since we've um, done the supplements. It's very important to see what's coming out. Mike's looking at me weird. <laughs> I didn't know. Doesn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize. <laughs> well, I'm learning so much about you right now. Like when I'm away, uh -huh. there's a reason the kids don't flush. Oh. It's because you like to expect. No, no. It's I tell him he. One of the things he would say is, can you come wipe me? Mm -hmm. And and that at least gives me an opportunity to see what it looks like. He doesn't ask me that very often anymore because I don't even know if he is wiping. But right. that's a whole other issue. So far, so far, he seems to be doing okay. But no, I no, think he so is. I'm but... just curious. Is it, I mean, are you looking for buoyancy or are you looking for like texture or what do you, I mean, how much do you squeeze? Like that's all oh, I want to know. Oh gosh, like, no, there's... You... Just how poop should look. I know how his. Uh, I know how his looks. This title, the title of this episode, is going to switch from labs, labs, labs to labs, labs, labs. Oh, and poop too. Oh, that's what okay. this episode is going to be called now. That's great. <laughs> no, there's a certain consistency that you're used to seeing with your child. Like honestly, like if my kids don't flush, I can look at the texture of the poop and tell which child it came from. I can't. Oh, sure, Joy. We can tell. I mean, she's she's eaten all of the apple juice or apple juice, all the applesauce in the house, so we know what that's coming out like. Right. No, Grace, I'm, I'm just telling you. Like, Grace I can... is the typical no flusher. We know that. Mm -hmm. So if there's any leftover, it's usually her. I'm not going to go into details. All I'm going to say is that I can tell which one is which because of I I know their I know what their poop looks like. I'm their mom, mm. and I'm involved in poop. Right. Okay, so something just came to mind while we were talking about poop. And that is... Let's say poop three more times. Like, just get it out. Poop, 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 poop. 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 No, right. I think it's just because we're not supposed to do potty talk. And here yeah. we are doing potty talk. And it's mm. like, we feel like we're being bad. And something. I'm sorry. I just said, mm, and we were talking about poop. <laughs> this is getting weird. All right. Going on. What did you just think okay, of? Okay. So Mikey tested low for serotonin. And when they, 
I can't remember which lab that came up in, but it doesn't matter. So one of the things about being low in, in serotonin is that serotonin is affects the, you know, the production of dopamine. Right. And so if you have someone that is low in um, <clears throat> serotonin, then their behavior can have a lot of mood swings and they can be moody and just have rigid behaviors and All things that. like that. Yep. So, so when he, when the doctor said that as we repair the gut, since the gut is the biggest producer of serotonin, then, then he'll, his body will produce more of it. And so he put him on a supplement to help that, you yep. know, that imbalance, if you will. Got it. Yeah, lack of a better word. Yeah. So, so far, have, yeah, you, have so, you seen any sort of, you know, change, marked change from that one, for example? Yes, <laughs> I have. I have. I I think that the differences that I've seen in Mikey have been, I feel like he's been more patient. I feel like he's been more receptive to the token economy system that we've put into place. Right. When he thinks about the reward of getting the the special buck, he calms down some of his impulsive behavior because he he really wants to work for that reward right. and work for our praise as well. And also, it just helps him have have more calm versus I feel like you know before you know we had the you know the token economy system and the supplements that we're doing right now. I think he was more, he could care less. You know, he was going to do the behavior that he was going to do because that's the mood that he was in in the moment. Okay. So, so. his impulsivity is a little bit lower. And, and maybe we can and that's attribute. That's huge. No, it that's is. And maybe we him. can attribute some of that to a few different things, right? Him getting a little bit older, which that's probably not all the way it. The result or the rewards are, are pretty enticing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and maybe maybe some of the supplementation too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, and honestly too, like when, when you ask me that question, like, oh, have you seen any improvements? I was already thinking in my head, well, yes, I have, but I don't think I can attribute them just to supplements when right. we're doing, you know, behavior modification work, when we're doing the diet Other changes yeah. and the, you know, and the supplementation and things like that. So I, I was actually like, thinking to myself like um <laughs> i wish i could say yes it was the answer and right. it solved right. everything but it's a combination of everything that we're doing all right good and then. that's 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 pretty much what i wanted to share with everyone okay good so i mean the biggest thing about this and and i just have seen this theme throughout kind of i don't know my work uh, in my past, and of course, through all of this here as well, is that if you don't have enough information, you can make choices that are, are good or bad. You just don't know. It's like driving blindfolded, mm -hmm. literally, right? There are street signs, there are lights, there are other interactions that take place that if you can't see them, sure, you might make it down the road and you might get to where you're trying to go. But if you have those signs that you can interpret, you're going to be able to make better choices along the way, right? So, this is one of those things here as well. And it is a little bit of a stressor, you know, to go get your child poked and see them, you know, be drained of blood and, um, you know, have to deal with their personality during this whole thing. But the benefits are that you get all of this intelligence mm -hmm. after it, right? You're able to make the decisions that you need to, and you're able to be guided correctly by the professionals that are helping you along the way too. So 
I'm a fan. I think you're a fan. Um, I I think that, you know, a diagnosis is absolutely key, but then having lab work done here too totally helps, you know, to just see what we need to do and kind of figure out what's, what's missing. And that's going to lead us into something a little bit later too, because it's not just like the phlebotomy, but it's, it's, um, you know, the mind is a part of this too. And we'll talk about where we're going to go in the mind later on also. But I think you, you have something else that just like, you look like you have something else you need to say on here. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> I'll have more to do on, we're going to be doing another labs, labs, labs podcast is all I really wanted to say, because oh, okay. the next set of labs that we're going to be doing on him are going to be the toxicity lab and a chemical test. We're going to see what chemicals are in his environment that he's allergic to and what his levels are at. And then we're also going to do the genealogy <clears throat> report from 23andMe to check out and verify the MTHFR gene mutation. Right. We're pretty sure he has it. But well, amongst gonna... other things, too, which is going to be kind of cool. We're going to be able to right. identify whether or not he's more my child or more your child. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we'll be able to kind of map back. And that's 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 kind of an interesting thing. Uh, to check out. So I want to, I want to share that with you and with everybody too. That'll be kind of neat to see where mm-hmm. like heritage wise goes, but also it's, it's not an expensive test. Right. To take. That one's only $99. I know, but in, in our regular labs to check for MDTFR was a whole lot more expensive just for that like right. marker on right. its own. So to get that and then other things along the way, that's actually going to be kind of a, going to be kind of neat. Right. So. Right. And my, our insurance did cover a lot of the labs. So we did, we had some out-of-pocket expenses for the labs that we had done, the, the stool, urine, and analysis, and the blood analysis that we did. So we're going to revisit. Most people don't want to pay for your shiznit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to revisit all of this in six months. In six months, we're going we're gonna to redo everything and see where he's at. So that'll be kind of neat to see. Cool. Very cool. All right. Are we good? We're good. That's it? Awesome. We're good. Cool. Leave us any notes if you have any questions on anything, and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. Yep, of course. You can reach out to us on Facebook by searching for Finding Mikey Podcast. In uh, Facebook there, you'll see our page. Go ahead and like the page. You can send us a message. We're, we're pretty reactive there. It's usually Heather that can respond faster than I can, but every once in a while you might luck out and get my goofy response coming back too. So there is that also. We'd love to to have you guys take a look at and just give us your feedback. If any, if nothing else, if you go to Amazon.com and search for Orange Panda Weighted Blanket, that's our, our product, and we'd love to see what your, your thoughts are on that as well. Uh, we'll be doing a, a Weighted Blanket only podcast because... I mean, we believe in it. We don't go, we'll, we'll fill you in on it later, but we, we really, it's kind of like, what was that old? Is it American express? Like never leave home without it. Sort of that same thing. Anyway, but there was an (laughs) ad that used to say that. So it's kind of, you know, that's a popular, it's a popular therapy product that we have that we just don't even think of as a therapy product anymore. So Mm -mm. anyway, um, that's it. This wraps up, uh, this episode. We're so glad that you guys have taken time out of your life to listen to the craziness that goes into our life. Um, we haven't given a a story lately, but I'll I'll leave you with this one. Fourth of July, we're walking back from the fireworks. Everybody was just a buzz. The fireworks in DC were outstanding. Um, it was about a two minute long, really, really good finale. But anyway, um, we're walking back and Mikey sees this lady with this blinky hat, you know, it's got lights in it and on it and everywhere. And <clears throat> he was just saying it out loud. He was remarking, he was like, I like that hat. I like her hat. And I'm pulling 
you know, joy in a in a wagon, and Grace is holding my hand and helping me pull the wagon. Also, being a big trooper, and Mikey and Heather are walking behind us, and I hear this going on, and I'm looking back there, and I'm like, in my own head, I was just like, all right, let's just keep moving, let's keep moving, let's keep him focused. But he was really sweet. He just gently touched her on the on the arm as they went went by, and he looked at her and he goes. He goes, I like your hat. I wish I had a video of this because it was precious. He goes, I like your hat. And she was like, oh, thank you. That's so sweet. And she just took it right off her head and put it on him. She goes, it's yours. And he was like, just jaw dropped. And he goes, serious? And she goes, yes, I'm serious. So I was, I thought it was cool that he said seriously, right? But she's like, yes, I'm serious. It's yours. And he was like, oh, that's so sweet. And he gave her a hug. And then he was like, I don't know. You you were right there by him, but he said, you know, typically what he would do, he was like, you're so sweet. You're the sweetest sweetie that has ever around. I love this hat so much and you're so sweet. I'm going to give you a hundred thousands of millions, infinity hearts, you know, things like that yeah, kind of that's thing. Pretty, but he was just, said, just showering her with hug. like this, this huge hug. And I think it, it, I mean, it made an impact on her. I mean, I was proud of him as well. And it was just sweet to see her share it with him. And, um, you know, she went off and was walking ahead with her group and stuff like this. It was just all smiles from that point on. And looked back at Mikey a couple of times, too. So it was really cute that uh, that, that happened. And it was kind of, you know, funny at the same time. But it just, I don't know, it just made him, it made him feel really, really special. Because the day, the earlier in the day at the parade, he didn't get any candy thrown toward him, which there wasn't much of that anyway. And Gracie got um, a dude on the stilts looking like Abraham Lincoln that gave her a flag out of all the people on the side. He pointed at her and he gave her this big flag and Mikey didn't get anything special until the end of the day. So it was really, really cool. Really cool. Anyway, that's it. That's all for our, uh, our episode today. Again, thank you for, for joining us here be sure to check us out on Facebook and you know, you can, you can link up with us there as well. We're probably should do better at getting an Instagram <laughs> together, but just trying to keep it as simple as we can at the moment. So anyway, that's it. We hope you have a great day. We'll talk to y'all soon. Hey, it's Mike again. Heather and I love that you took the time to listen to this podcast and subscribe to the show. And we really are trying to gear the topics to what you like, as well as to share what we're up to. Now, the best way to let us know what's on your mind is to join us on our Facebook page. We're very active there, and if you message us, we will reply. I promise. We may be half asleep in our bed. I may be boarding a flight. We might be at a birthday party or the park. It doesn't matter. We will reply. We just want to be in touch with you. Also, it'd be awesome if you could leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. The reason we ask for that is because it really helps us rank better when people search just out of the blue for autism, ADHD, Asperger's, high-functioning autism, SPD, ASD, you name it, right? It really helps us to get in front of more people. All the ways that you can reach us, because there are others, plus a walkthrough on how to actually rate the podcast can be found at findingmikey.com support. And your support is greatly appreciated. So as an added bonus, any reviews that are left on iTunes will be mentioned on our show. I hope you're okay with that. And any questions that we get on Facebook might also be read and responded to on an upcoming episode. So head on over to www.findingmikey.com forward slash support to find out more. Till our next episode, take care.